We have myself, Mike Durban of the Mike Durban Show. We have Adam Hughes. Yes, the Hughesy. From the It's Hughesy Hello Show. Both shows on the Creative Control Network. The network that won the Mark Wars. Joe has the title belt. Which is ironic because you'd think that with such a lazy boss... We'd take a beating. Uh, for, for those who don't know, at the time of recording, this was delayed because Joe was on his second nap uh, within a three-hour period. He missed our morning session that we planned, and then now it seems he's missing the afternoon one. Uh, Joe woke up early to organize a recording session, which he then fell asleep in. Uh, well, and I think he's gone back to bed. Yeah. He blames it on his internet, but he's he's sleeping. Of course. So what we're here to do today is we are going to listen along to the final, what we thought was the final show of Wrestling With Reality. Uh, what was the date on this? 622. So roughly two weeks ago, uh, it appears now that they are going to hashtag rise from the dead. Uh, they should change that to hashtag makes a phone call and cries. How about uh, makes a podcast and tells a lot of lies, dyes her beard and waits for it to dries? I'll get back to you when I can remember the rest of the alphabet. All right. So we're going to listen along and we'll, we'll comment after um, some of the many, many interesting things that was said on the final show. John Wangland, our good friend. Here we go. What is going on, everybody? You have John Wangland here from Wrestling With Reality. Welcome to the show. Hopefully, you're doing great wherever you're at in the world, wherever you're listening to this. Hopefully, uh, Where they're listening to in the world is probably from one computer in Bangladesh, where all of his downloads come from, which he's been proven and exposed from the people that he used to do shows with. It's been proven. They've he fucking admitted to it. There's no debate. Continue doing awesome hopefully you had a great weekend if it's if you're hearing this right around father's day when it comes out if you're a father hopefully you had a great father's day hopefully all is right in your world and you're doing wonderful and everything is going great for you we welcome you to the show today hopefully uh you enjoy this quick listen tonight this is going to be just a quick show to be honest with you tonight it's not going to be a long one uh my sponsors are uh blue chew manscaped and i've got that deal with uh what do you call this the t-shirt company Collar and elbow. Right. He seems to be so far sponsored by the word hopefully. <laughs> like if we did a drinking game of, of taking half of a shot every time he said hopefully 42 seconds into this clip, we would have uh, blood coming out of our penises. <laughs> things I wanted to say, a lot of things I was going to say. Um, and there's, it's not the way I want to go about it. And as much as I want to do it, I'm not going to because I want. There's a lot of things that I want to say and that I'm, and it's not the way I want to go about it. On a podcast where he does exactly the thing that he just said he's not going to do. I have this crazy uh, thing that I do when I'm recording. Now, this is going to change the game. Uh, I plan the show out and I bullet point the things I'm going to speak about so that when I begin to speak, I don't instantly embarrass myself twice in 51 seconds that's barring the music clip do this the right way 
and I want to say things the right way and I want to put this the right way because this is going to be the last show for wrestling with reality for a while. This is going to be the last show for wrestling with reality for a while. This is going to be the last show for wrestling with reality for a while. I don't know how long it's going to be for. It might be a week. It might be two weeks. It might be a month. It might be six weeks. It might be a year. It might be never that this show comes back. It was two weeks and uh, we're about to explain why. He'll give his version and then we'll give you the actual truth why no idea you know i really don't i just know that i'm in a place right now where i i really want to take some time off due to some very nasty people some nasty comments that were made just the nasty people are us we're yeah. so nasty we're nasty see you know what makes us uh, the worst thing about us which i was thinking about it everything we said was backed up it wasn't yeah. like we were making up room we would say stuff and then play the proof, or we would wonder out loud and talk about it instead of saying, he's 100%. Yeah, John Wanglin has dragon eggs up his arse. It's like, no, he doesn't. Well, we, we wondered, well, does he possibly have them up his arse? Because it would explain why he walks and talks the way he does. Because <laughs> some completely fake, slanderous, defamatory comments from people. Um, not fake because they were all proven. After something is proven, that means it's real. His downloads were fake. His social media contacts are all fucking fake. Our accusations were true because we fucking proved it. We were just absolute awful people, man. Just straight up. Um, and there's three of them. It's not the two people. It, you know, I'm not dropping names here because I don't want to give them the satisfaction to go over for you. I'll take the satisfaction. <laughs> And those three people was actually five. So his uh, counting is as good as his success rate of podcasts. You geek, you idiot. So he doesn't fault the actual two people who spilled the beans. He faults the three nasty people who provided commentary on it. Well, to be fair, I wouldn't wouldn't say, oh, they did it. Brad Robb and uh, Richie Reardon. Because we all did it. But... uh, we asked questions and they gave us answers. But again, I'm not saying they did anything bad. Like we all wanted to do the show with this fucking fuckhead. If you've never heard their shit to go listen to their stuff. Um, but there's these three people that just are not good people. And it's not related to the two people that have worked with me in the past and done stuff with us. And I'm meaning Richie and Rob. This is not related to them whatsoever when I'm talking about those people, uh, because I have nothing but good vibes and respect for both of those people and want them to do really great. See, therein lies the problem with Wangland straight away. He's already fucking full of shit. I'm not saying we didn't give it to him on that episode, but so did Rob and Richie. Yeah. So exactly what is it that they said that's okay, but what we said is the problem? Do you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't make sense. He's a babbling fucking lying shithead. So it's been a pretty crappy few weeks. There was a lot of bull crap and defamatory things that were said about myself and other people. Right. Here's one of the things that was said about him by the, uh, I'm not going to name names, but there was two people that uh, emailed the boss, um, and we know who it was, right? They both emailed, and they spoke to that guy, and they said, you know what kind of person you've got on? Then that guy responded and mentioned that the boss of the podcasting company, that they realized that John Wangland was lying about his downloads. 
the this podcasting boss knows and had proof that John Wangland lied. So before we continue playing this, the accusation was that he was buying downloads using click farms. The people he worked with said that he was doing it. The the boss of the podcasting service confirmed it. Now let's hear John's response. And it really opened my eyes up to a little bit about things with podcasting, priorities in life, things that I want, things that I don't want. And I'm going to briefly explain that a little bit tonight. So when we started this show two years ago, myself and Jeff Max, and we started this to have fun. We started to have a good time. We started off, of course, like any podcast where we're getting a few hits here and there. And over time, it, it, it grew really well, really nice. We've had some amazing interviews. We've had stars on the show. Uh, if it did grow, I'll never know. Amazing interviews. My arsehole. Uh Let's go back to the time he interviewed Dan Severn. Now, he asked this cutting-edge question, which I'm going to give a, a little preview if everybody wants to get so excited. They get Dan Severn on, and he asked him this amazing question where he goes, what was it like to debut for the UFC? And I'm so glad that he asked him that because nobody asked Dan Severn. Not even that night that he debuted in the UFC in his post-match fight, which is on... YouTube on the UFC channel with millions and millions of hits. It was a fascinating interview, and the response was even more fascinating than you would think. We was like, yeah, it was good. It's been a really great run in regards to what we've done, and it way out, out just completely outdid all my original expectations of what we were going <laughs> to No, it didn't. If that's, if that's what he expected for a podcast, well, then what does he expect for a failure? He has a, a show where he talks to fucking... Chris Martin about Rob Van Dam's latest moves. That's what your expectations were? To constantly fall out with people and talk to strangers online that you consider closer than friends? You fucking geek. Doing a show, I never in a million years thought we would do the things that we did. And it's been really humbling because we put on a really consistent product over the last two years. You know, you pretty much get anything you want here on the show, whether it's real world stuff, wrestling, MMA, sports talk, whatever it might be. We've always given it to here in the show. And we have 292 episodes. Putting out a lot of episodes does not make it good. Uh, quality over quantity. Uh, fucking... Def Leppard keeps putting out new albums. That doesn't mean that they're all good. Everybody still likes the originals. Basically, what I'm saying is, what a stupid boast. He's got nearly two, 300 episodes. That means that he has nearly five times the free time that everybody else does. And all he does is watch fucking wrestling and talk about it. That's hardly a fucking accomplishment. Hey, man, last night I watched SmackDown there, man. Just me alone talking to a boy online, man. And now we're going to talk about it for three hours there, man. From various interviews that we've had throughout the time of doing the show, too. So we've had some really wonderful uh, episodes and some really wonderful contributors to it. Uh, of course, I want to put, you know, Jeff Maxson first. Jeff and I are best friends for 33 years of our lives. Didn't they fall out about three times? I thought he said Richie Reardon was his best friend for, for all those uh, Fig Life episodes. And look how that turned out. Who's the guy that used to DM uh, Joe Feeney? Yeah, someone who used to keep DMing Joe, uh, making fun of John. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> 
Um, always love doing this together. Jeff and I started this in the beginning, did it the majority of the time together. He had to take a break for a while because of work and, and things he had to do. Um, he had gotten a promotion at his job. He just didn't have the time to do it. And then shortly after we started, uh, Jeff Miller started doing some stuff with me, another great friend of mine. Yeah, Jeff also is probably an adult who doesn't want to talk about wrestling all night long because he's probably got a social life, friends, hobbies. Maybe he doesn't find uh, Drew McIntyre so fascinating that he's going to talk about him for the seventh hour in a row with some guy wearing a blue hoodie, the same one, clean that fucking thing. You know, he's got Back in Black by ACDC in the background. Wouldn't that be the song you would use when you came back? Not when you're leaving? Yes, but I'm willing to bet you money that when he started recording this, literally before he pressed play, his plan was to say goodbye. And then during recording, he fucking did a Jordan Belford and then his goodbye speech, he announced that he's coming back. That's a Wolf of Wall Street reference, by the way. And was always a contributor. Rad Rob contributed a lot when he came on the network. Richie did as well. Uh, you know, big parts of the show, you know, for a short period of time. Uh, Dean helped out there in Australia as well. Dean's the guy who was DM and Joe Finney. Uh, Dean Gallowall, was that his name? Galloway? Would uh, DM Joe Finney ripping the shit out of John Wangland telling about all the behind the scenes fallouts and dramas. I don't know why. But he did in the way that have, that have given us some great content and some great time for the show. And we've had great shows on our network, the Real Check Podcast Network. Lots of great shows. Nothing but love for everybody out there. They've done some great things. And we made some great friends with people in the podcasting community. And we met we met some people that weren't so good. I'd love him to name two of the friends that he made. <laughs> and on top of that, because everybody he's worked with, he's fallen out with. So what friends? And if he thinks that fucking Vince Russo is his friend, that's a sign of the derangement. But this fucking guy, like his lunacy is shown. When we did the, uh, what would you call it, a roast episode? Uh, Roast slash burial. Yeah, a burial episode. This came out afterwards and it was like a, 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 a gift from God because he's doing it again and he's giving us more stuff to talk about and it's unfucking believable those issues are long-winded something i don't even wish to spend five minutes talking about tonight because those people are not- <laughs> we still have 15 more minutes to go in the show but he doesn't yeah he spend- put out a, a 21 minute 13 second podcast about something he didn't want to do because he's busy and he's too good to, to speak about it for 21 minutes by the way 21 minutes uninterrupted okay so he walked off uh, with his recording equipment and spoke by himself for 21 minutes. Do you know how fucking insane that is? This fucking rambling wankstein spoke for 21 minutes into his microphone alone in the toilet. I don't know, having a shit, dying his beard. Worthy of five minutes of my time um, because that's exactly what I think of them. They're absolute lowlifes. And it is what it is, man. These, these people that live off hate, they live off awful things. They just dump on people. They shit on them. They make up falsities about them. They try to exploit content from from things. Just complete pieces of trash. Uh, everything that was said about him was proven in that episode. If you ha- if you want to back that up, go check out episode forty nine of the Mike Darvan show. There's yep. there was uh, accusations, claims made, then proof is played. 
I don't know what else he... In fact, also check out the Mike Durban show on YouTube where there's visual evidence to back up these claims. Mm-hmm. We're making stuff up after proof. What the fuck is he talking about? I ain't going to go any further than that. And we've had just like some, like I said, some great shows on the network. I can't forget Chris, you know, my dad and Paul, Sonny, just, you know, just so many different people along the way that have come through and, and done some amazing things. And we made some great friendships from it, too. It's good that he mentioned his dad, because I don't know if you knew this, but uh, his dad hit number 13 in Brazil. <laughs> that was about a year ago now, because that wasn't that a 4th of July barbecue. It was the 4th of July, which... By the way, we became aware of that video because, well, well, we'll not name, well, I'll not name the name because we can't prove it. That link was sent to us by one of his friends who he's calling a friend. It said, check out John being an asshole. So and that's where we seen that and we laughed about it, but at least we found out about the success in Brazil. It's been an eye-opening experience, you know, for me. And, you know, part of it stems to, you know, myself and Rob and Richie, we, you know, kind of had a little public split and we weren't really doing anything together. And there was some bad blood there for just a short time. You know, we've already wrecked. <laughs> There's still bad blood there. Okay. They're not going to go public with it. and We don't need to make claims for them, but there's still bad blood. Yeah. Richie and Rob had their say. They said it on my show and then they put out their own uh, expanded version of, of what happened. Uh, and then that episode got taken down because somebody complained about it. Yeah, somebody tried to get them shut down, his good friends, because someone's a snowflake, weak, girly pushover who has a failure of a of a podcast. And there you go. Nothing but love and respect for those guys. And <laughs> nothing but love and respect for those guys. Uh, we heard the voicemail. <laughs> there was no yeah. love and respect on that voicemail. Yeah. P.S. We heard both voicemails. You embarrassing geek. Hey, man, why don't you answer your phone there, man? Probably because you're a fucking lunatic. You you probably would have started threatening him because, hey there, man, you cheated me and I'm going to kick your ass. By the way, did you see SmackDown? Uh, Bray Wyatt, I think he's going to get a title shot, but then I'm going to kill you there, man. I'm going to hit you in the face with a water balloon full of piss and shit. No, no harm, no foul for what was done. It is what it is. And, you know, I always appreciate, you know, all their contributions. And a lot of those other people were making awful and shitty statements and lies and defamatory things. And it is what it is on that. But it really opened my eyes up to a lot of things. And one of the things was I was I was guilty, I think, a little bit in here um, of some things that I've mentioned and talked to people about over the past few days. Here's what happened. Uh, Johnny Podcasting had a, a a YouTube channel called Fig Life that he was sending to click farms to get the views to get really, really high, really, really fast. He was also using a click farm to buy downloads for his podcast, and he was caught out doing this by Rob, by Richie. Uh, Rob said he even seen proof of him doing this for the fact that there was thousands of downloads coming from literally a computer in one area. So uh, after, right, so there's proof that he did what he was accused of. So despite the fact that there's proof, let's hear what John has to say. I really wanted to grow this out to be something huge and monumental. 
I wanted it to be Monumental. this huge, huge thing. And we've had great success, mind you. Just we've had really great success, way outlived my expectations. Can you scroll back just a few seconds so that we can hear him say monumental again? I really wanted to grow this out to be something huge and monumental. Monumental. Huge and monumental. This huge, huge thing. And we've had great success, mind you. Just we've had really great success, way outlived my expectations. No, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't have success. Okay. Rad Rob told us that he made no fucking money from it. That's what he said. It's on the Mike Durband show, episode 49. So what success? Oh, yeah, he did say that what monies were coming in. John was keeping it, not sharing it out. Yeah. So. Thievery. They, yeah, he stole from his friends. If I were to go to an accountant or somebody that knows about money and business and I, and I showed them how much I paid out, like let's say I, if I paid for downloads from India, if I paid for uh, you know, YouTube subscriptions and views, and then I showed this person how much I made from my podcast and the, the amount I paid out was way more than I made, that's not success. Yeah. But I'm the type of guy, I'm a very driven person and I'm never content ever, no matter what on things. And I'm always chasing more and more and more and I consume myself with it. And I just continue to keep pushing, pushing, pushing and doing it and getting it bigger and bigger and bigger. And I had to really come to the realization that along the way, I think I tried way too fast to make it as big, as fast as I, as much as I wanted it to. Translation, it wasn't growing at all. So he, so he started panicking. He wanted instant success. He wasn't willing to put the effort in, so he fucking cheated. This is the kind of guy who would go to the gym for the first time on a Monday, and by Tuesday night, he's flexing in the mirror at home. <laughs> right? It takes and and then buying steroids from the guy in the locker room on Wednesday. Exactly. And he's giving advice and stuff, you know, considering going into MMA competitions there, man. It takes a long time to get genuine success with podcasts. And I've been doing it, what, uh, about a year and a half or something, uh, I think. And it's still not a huge show, but I'm letting it grow naturally. And it's not growing massively, but it's growing naturally. Shithead over here thought he could go from being some loser mark with seemingly zero social life apart from online to being a money-making titan. And sadly, that was proven to be less than monumental. Huge and monumental. <laughs> Once again, we had some wonderful successes and did some great things. We made some money. We met some great people. We were getting our name out there slowly but surely. We had a really nice following, you know, thousands of people a week listening to the show. See what he's doing here. He, he started off by almost being honest. And he mm -hmm. was starting off by saying... You know, there, man, I want it to be monumental. But then he starts saying, oh, I wanted it to grow and grow. But now there's thousands and thousands of people listening. That's, so what is it? Which, which part's true? Is he not going to do another podcast on himself, calling himself out? <laughs> Says, I can't believe what I said there, man. That wasn't monumental there, man. Also, uh, can you bleep out the name? Yeah. If I say the name? Yeah. Uh, well, this is a certain interviewee that I had. She told us that you used your fucking, her name to try to get interviews and you got caught doing that too. You cheated with that. Then that's why you got these really generic 
nobody guessed. Yeah, it was really, once again, outlived our expectations. But along the way, you know, my mind got clouded with constantly trying to, to get more, you know, to get bigger, to do different, to do this, this and this. And I really lost track along the way of what the important thing was, which is what we did when we started. It was to have fun. It was to talk about something we were passionate about with wrestling. And it was about helping people with doing stuff with our real uh, life episodes that we do on real world topics and things that are going on. And I definitely lost track of that a little bit at times. And I've talked to several of my really good friends and people that have been contributing here this week. And I've expressed that to them as well. And, you know, I take full stock in that. And, you know, I think sometimes when you're going, going and going, you forget what's important in life. And the most important thing is friends, family and what's in front of you and doing the right thing. And when you get so one tracked on being the biggest and the best all the time, you lose track of what's important. Is he seriously trying to say that he thinks he he was going to be the biggest podcast in the world? Yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin and fucking Chris Jericho were going to buy down to John Wangland. And do you want to know why? Because he has a monumental plan there, man, to watch all the shows and do all this shit and buy wrestling toys there, man putting out shows for so many different people and I was doing it because I wanted to grow it bigger and bigger. And I wanted to make other people's lives that we were working with bigger, uh, bigger and better too, for them, give them better opportunities, make them some good extra cash. What cash? All that good stuff, you know, that we want, that I wanted out of it too. And I wanted it for other people and I wanted them to have it too. And I kept pushing and pushing. And honestly, I think I really pushed too hard on it. And I didn't just let it slowly morph into what it was going to be. I kept going and going and going and ended up burning myself out along the way of doing it. And Right. He just admitted to fucking buying click farms, which a couple of minutes ago, he called us liars. Yeah. So that's him. Uh, in his own way, admitting that we were right. So well, what's the slander and accusations there, man? Monumental. And here I am every night doing podcasts. I'm not spending time with my wife. I'm not spending time with my kids. I have a full-time job too. I'm up every night till 4 a.m. doing shows and putting things out. I'm always worried about the next content. How many? Who the fuck stays up to four in the morning every night talking about wrestling? Vince McMahon doesn't do that. The thing uh, about uh, this, staying up to four in the morning is fucking mental. That's that's a desperation, lonely, sad man. Get a fucking life. I believe that, that he stayed up that late because, um, I mean, he had so many shows on that network at one point, and I guarantee he was probably doing most of the quote-unquote production work on them. Uh, and putting them all together and putting them out. So yeah, I give him his credit. He put the time in, but yeah, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. For for what payoff? If you're going to be buying the downloads anyway. Yeah. Uh, downloads are we getting this day? How am I going to put this out to market it? All that stuff that goes involved on the backside of putting out a podcast. That's all I was focused on. And then these shitty people, man, coming out the last few days, these few people um, and putting out all these things and saying all these things and certain wrestling fans of theirs and just nutty fans that they have certain wrestling fans of theirs. What, what wrestling fans do we have? Like, what does that mean? Exactly. I don't do a wrestling show. Joe Feeney doesn't do a wrestling show. Mike Durban doesn't do a wrestling show. 
Also, we don't work in wrestling and we're not wrestlers. I don't think that Wangland doesn't get that he's not in the wrestling business. And do you not find it strange that he's called us liars, admitted that we were right, and now we're liars again? This is fucking crazy. This is a this is a lunatic. Just people in general, you just see the shit of people, and, and just you see the worst side of people, and you just see the things that you don't want to see, and it makes it not worth it to you, and it makes it say you need to take a break for a while. And right, uh, considering that he's been in the military, right, he thinks that the worst side of people, the stuff he's seen, is from a podcast burial. He's seen he's seen actual horrible stuff, but the worst fucking side he's seen was me talking to Rad Rob on a fucking on a YouTube show. <laughs> like, get some fucking perspective. Uh, <clears throat> I love it. Monumental. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Wrestling with Reality is going to go on hiatus for a while. I don't know when it's going to come back. I don't know if it's going to come back. I bet you if I was a betting person, which I'm not, I would say it'll definitely be back over the next month or two. I'll bet you if I was a better per- if I was a betting person, but I'm not. That it'll then he goes on to make a bet. <laughs> he then says going on in hiatus, and then he's wondering when his own show's coming back. You fucking know, you geek. But there's going to be other projects. There's going to be other mediums of things we're going to do. Um, the feeds are going to stay open, you know, for the shows that I've done. And for anybody that's on the network here, I've let everybody know, you know, the ones that want to continue doing it are going to go to their own platform for a while. I'm not going to be producing for anybody anymore. That was a choice that I made because pulling the onion back a little bit. My son's going in the military in a few weeks. He's leaving on August 4th. I want to spend as much time with him as I can before he goes. That's what's important. Not my fucking podcast, not putting a podcast out there for people. First of all, I just want to say the fact that his son's going into the army or the military is amazing. Like that's serious fucking bravery that I could never do because I'm a wimp. There's no fucking way I'll ever join the army by choice. So fair play to his son for doing that because the world needs army and it doesn't need wimps like me. So when John said that, when he goes, oh, I want to spend time with him, that's great. But since recording this, the fucking podcast is back. So he spent 11 days with him, and now the fucking shitty wrestling talk podcast is coming back. Why is he doing that? He just said something great, that he wants to spend time with his son before he joins the army. So now he's fucking talking about wrestling again with people online. What's What the fuck... See, when he says stuff like that, it just makes me think he's one of the biggest twats in the world. Like, how, how does he not understand how stuff like this makes him look so bad? It, it's fucking insane. What's important is my family, my wife, my daughter, my parents, my, 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 all, my all my wonderful friends around here and the people I love to spend time with. That's what's important. And I've lost track of that a little bit along the way. And it's not that I'm never going to do a show over the next few months or the next few weeks on some of the other ones that I do. Um, it's not that I'm not going to. It's just I'm not going to be doing it as frequent for a bit. And I don't want to put a half-assed effort in for it because you all deserve better than that. You deserve a quality product. And I'm not going to engage myself and be around an audience of people that want to sit over there and accept things like these three people have been saying the past few weeks and the shit that they've been saying and supporting that. And Actually, there was five of us 
and everything everything said was backed up. Every single thing was backed up. If he would just go through each accusation, it would be backed up again. So he's taking a break because he was kicked off the service. Yeah. The advertising people, he knows that Wangland is full of shit. This is something I meant to bring up on the Burial podcast. Uh, he knew me through Joe Feeney. And a, a quick plug for me, I interviewed the legendary uh, Psycho Sid, uh, the legendary wrestler for my podcast uh, earlier this year. And he, uh, that guy Kaufman is a huge Sid mark. Like just like, well, we all are in a way. But anyway, so we started talking back and forth and he started saying to me about Wangland. Because he's the guy that gets us like Blue Chew and Manscaped and sets up the daily shit like that. They're not worth my time. They're not worth my effort. And I'm not going to be doing something that is passionate to me and have that passion be taken away by a bunch of people who are complete and utter shitheads and awful people. Just, just, and just to add on to what that guy had said, he told me that Wangland lied to him about his download rates or download numbers so that he could get a higher rate. Mm. And that the guy found out within, he said, days that he was lying. So that's why he can't get sponsors, because the fucking, the podcast and streaming companies know he's full of shit. The advertisers know he's full of shit. The guy has failed at podcasting. He tried to do it. He thought it was going to turn into a career. It's done. And I'm not going to let them burn me out and get me upset or stress me out in any way. But you did. Yes, you did. You <laughs> fucking had to take a break. You're almost crying in your bathroom talking about how you don't care what we said for 21 minutes. You shut down your website, rcpodnetwork.com. You deleted all your social media. I just hope no one from Marvel sees that logo of his podcast either because you get done for that too. Believe me, guys, the ones doing it, you don't stress me out. You don't give me any of that shit. You're not, you're not in my league. You never will be in life. And that's just the simple fact of the matter. I am. I'm bigger than them. My podcast is bigger. It's more successful. It gets me a bigger following, gets more people talking about it. So I'm bigger than them. I know Joe's bigger than me. So... We are bigger than you, and we got to you. There you go. Yeah, we definitely got to you. Don't deny that. Don't deny it. You triggered fucking Mark. And it's time to take a break. It's time to take a step back. It's time to go back out there and look at what's important. And when I do come back, it's not going to be if, it's when I do come back. I want to keep doing it the right way this time. You want to keep doing it the right way, but you weren't doing it the right way the first time. Yeah. It's like, let's take a wrestling example for it. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior had a, a drugs violation in what the early 90s, uh, took time off to kick steroids, came back, and then get back onto human growth hormone. So he came back to do the same mistake twice, which I have a feeling is what's going to happen focus on it for fun again i want to focus on it for not for downloads not for ratings not for money but for fun and passion that we always had for doing it before and if those other things come from it great 
who knows? Maybe this will be done under a completely different name. Maybe I'll stick with this name. I don't know. You know, I think these guys have really done a number on the name and tarnishing it for a little while. We did no, a we number did. on the name. Yeah. Well, first of all, the name is already taken by another podcast. There's yeah. already is a Wrestle with Reality podcast out there. And so Wangdon couldn't even come up with a, an original name. He wouldn't fucking do a, you know, something crazy like, I don't know, a Google search. Like, that's a really complicated process. And the only people who tarnished the name is him because he fucking used click forms and he lied to advertisers and he was caught doing both. That's why he failed. He got caught out doing the two things you shouldn't do if you are really hoping to somehow profit from podcasting. Monumental. And they've done it out of hatred and complete another dickheadery which is what they are, just complete and utter a-holes, man. Woo! Dick, Dick Hedery, I love that. I think I got to use that somehow. Dick Hedery. That sounds like one of Disco Inferno's gimmicks. <laughs> hey, uh, I got an idea for this character called Dick Hedery. And he comes to the ring to Back in Black by ACDC, and he lies about his podcast numbers. He has an assistant from India, and they... Uh, together they uh, cheat to win, but then they get caught out, and he cries in the bathroom and says, "Monumental, huge and monumental." And I don't know if I want to stand under this brand name. I don't know. I mean, it's been something I've loved to do for the last two years of my life, and I love doing it. But it's not who I am. It's not me. I don't want to be Johnny fucking podcasting anymore. You never were. You never were. You called yourself Johnny podcasting. Everybody else called you John the cunt. Be that person. I want to just be me, John Wanglin. I want to have fun doing it. I don't want to worry about any of the other things. I want to just do it for the right reasons. I've talked with the guys that I've always done shows with, with both Jeffs and my dad and a couple other people that we've done stuff with. And that's the agreement is that when we bring it back and we start doing something again, it's going to be done the right way. So he just mentioned his dad. If you listen to his dad's final podcast, he gives a completely different reason why it's the final podcast. Something about how the world is changing and this and that. See, what have you, have you noticed that John is now again admitting to click forms? He's, he's basically saying, we're going to come back, man. We're going to do it the fun way. Just let it grow naturally, which he should. But I have a feeling he's not going to. I think he's no. going to do I think he's going to put his first podcast. It'll get, what, nine downloads in 24 hours. He'll freak out. He'll call up uh, fucking uh, India. Next thing you know, it's 10,000 downloads in four minutes. For fun. And the other stuff is is just completely irrelevant to us because that's what we started off wanting to do. That was what our intention was. And that's what it's going to be when we come back and we start doing it again. So why is he saying goodbye? Yeah. This is why he's such a laughing stock. This is goodbye for now, and thank you. But we're coming back, so it's not goodbye, and uh, we'll be here. This isn't goodbye. This is see you later for now. There's going to be other things in the future that you're going to see here. I am not on social media anymore, so you cannot check me out on social media because I decided to get away from that cesspool that is called Twitter and some of the individuals that are on it. He's back on Twitter. (laughs) 
Mm. He came back within less than two weeks. And we, we've had him blocked online for well over a year. Well over a year because he tries to report and shut down the accounts of people that don't get along with him. His whole social media existence is arguing with troll accounts about wrestling. This is this guy's life. He's the biggest fucking geek in the world. That's what he is. This is fucking... If Saved by the Bell was a, a podcast, he's screech. I don't want to be around it. I don't want to be on it. I don't want to see it. Life is better when you don't have to, to be honest with you. I never liked social media anyways. I used it for a business. So you're not going to see me on... Uh, what, what business? What, what is the business? Yeah, if, if that was a business, then I thought he said there was about the... Oh. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. He genuinely seems to think he was some sort of podcast titan. <laughs> he thinks he was, he was like, oh my God, that's John Wangden. He was going to go to a fucking live show with, uh, with real life uh, injury survivor Chris Martin to meet their fans. <laughs> That's no fucking, uh, that's not a fucking sane person. This is a guy that thinks he's got a following. He fucking believed that he has this fan base. Like, he thinks wrestling's real. He thinks click farms are real. He thinks his beard is real. My website, because I discontinued it. I'm not going to tell you to go check me out on Instagram, because that's discontinued. And I'm not going to ch- tell you to go check me out on Facebook, because my Facebook is private. It's for my friends, and it's for my family. So you just got to keep your eyes open. Maybe I will be. Except the people who he thinks are his friends, who are now screenshotting his Facebook and sending it to me, Joe, and Mike Durban, because yeah. they're making fun of you. Your friends are making fun of you on Twitter if I start doing shows again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go with some of those things along the way. I really just don't know right now. I don't know. And I'm totally okay with not knowing what the next step is going to be right now because the future is always bright if you want it to be. <laughs> the whole idea that he's doing a good bag podcast because it's a little cat out of the bag. We all know that uh, something to wrestle with is very likely going to finish or take an extended break uh, by the end of the month because there's so much Bruce Pritchard can't do the show. Uh, when they do a goodbye episode or a goodbye for now episode, that's going to be a huge deal. What the fuck is this? Who does he think... No one listened to this for the right reasons. Do you know that when he released this episode, I got around 15 new subscribers and DMs talking about, bro, did you hear the new Wangden? It's like, sadly, yes. And this is, people don't, li- oh my God. His failure is helping us. We're not leaving because we're not doing well. Um, yeah. You're about to press play. Uh, if you could just skip back a second, when he said we're not leaving, he says something so embarrassing that we may need to take a little break. We're at the top of our game right here on the show. We're doing better than we've ever done before. No, you're not. The whole point of this is that you get caught out cheating because your podcast is doing so badly. You had to literally buy downloads from a non-English speaking country. Like you could, like Rad Rob, I once again pointed out that he caught you doing that. Yeah. You got caught out doing that, and that you were keeping money from him. And Richie Reardon 
caught you doing that with the YouTube show? What's he talking about? And when you compare this part of the episode to a couple of minutes ago, he's completely changed tact. Because before it was like, yeah, we're taking a break and we're not coming back. Now he's like, we're coming back, man. And it's going to be monumental. And everyone's going to love it because we're great there, man. And we have a huge fan base and everything's wonderful. And my beard's naturally this color there, man. And that's why it makes it harder. A lot of people try to talk me out of doing it. A lot of people think it's a great idea. The only people who tried to talk you out of it were people that had shows on your network. Yeah. They have nowhere else to go now. Yeah, which is three people. His dad, that fucking Miller guy, and uh, the, the toughest guy in the world, Chris Martin. And by the way, he talks to a lot of people, it seems, for a guy with such a small Twitter following. A lot of people tried to talk me out of it. There was, there was, there was like, that wasn't a Black Lives Matter campaign in, in around America. That was uh, wrestling with reality fans, trying to get the show to keep going. He's like, I'll have to take it under consideration there, man. But I have to go spend time with my family and friends there, man. I don't have time to sit up to four in the morning on my monumental podcast that has 57 music drops there, man. You know, to take that time out and refresh a little bit. Everybody's got a different way to look at it. But for me, I have to look at what's right for me and what's right for my family and what's right for my life. And right now, what's right for my life is to not focus on a podcast and that business side of it. And I want to focus on my family. I want to focus on my son who I'm not going to see anymore all the time. I want to focus on being the best person I can be. I want to focus on my wife and my daughter, my friends. That's what I want to focus on. I want to focus on enjoying life and getting out there and doing the things that I enjoy. And podcasting is one of the huge things that I do enjoy, but I have other things that I enjoy way more. And this will always be here. It'll always be here. It'll be under a different feed. It'll be different under a different stuff, but the feed's not going away. It's going to be transferred off somewhere. So if I end up choosing to use it again, that it's right here for me. Or He just contradicted himself in the one sentence. The feed's going away, but the feed's not going anywhere, man. The feed's still going to be here. It's like, what was the point of that sentence? Oh. A good podcaster would edit that out. Johnny Podcasting should know. Who knows? Maybe I'll just start another name. Maybe I'll never do anything in wrestling again. I just don't know. I can't. You're not in wrestling. This is the, he thinks he's in the wrestling business. Oh my he, God. he, John Wangland thinks he's a veteran of the wrestling industry. That's why he's such a mark. Like when you see him, I'll go up close to the camera here. When you see him talking about it on his live streams, and someone goes, some go, you do Jeff Miller talking about a body slam, and I'll do his Wangland's reaction. And then Karrion Croft, he picked him up and body slammed him. And it's monumental. <laughs> but what I will tell you is, we will be back sooner rather than later. This is not the end right here. It's just the beginning. This is not the end. This is just the beginning. Then he took a break. How can the beginning? Uh, how how can it be the beginning when you're coming back to no advertisers, no sponsors, no fucking streaming platform? I, I'm going to go ahead and say that I think this break was simply because he had no one to host the show. Yeah, uh, so that he could try and find a new one to pass it on. But what he doesn't seem to understand is word gets around. Conrad Thompson, I've have it on good authority. He knows that Wangland is a fucking dickhead. Mm. Like Wangland has too many enemies, if you want to call it, with connections. Matt Kuhn 
has rubbished his name with Conrad Thompson and all those kind of guys. We've fucking wrecked his name. Say we like the Creative Control Network is connected to Raven, all that shit, keeping one hundred. All those listeners know John Wangland is a fuckhead. The the brand can't stand John Wangland. So who the who is this audience? So it's the Russo group don't like him. The Conrad Thompson group doesn't like him. Uh, the Raven and the Keep One Hundred groups don't like him. So who's he talking to? How big is Brad Shepard's fan base? And wait till you see the second coming, because the first coming was great. No, it wasn't, because <laughs> it's failed. That's what this fucking whole the past fifteen minutes has been about. You've just fucking spoke about how I was so obsessed there, man, with making it monumental that then it didn't become monumental immediately. So I had to cheat there, man. First coming wasn't great. The first coming was a failure and it was all because of you because you wouldn't let it happen naturally there you go second coming is going to be even better and it's going to be done the right way for passion for fun and to do it with people i enjoy doing it with and to not focus on the other things it's not going to be to focus on downloads it's not going to be to focus on money it's going to be to focus on fun passion helping people and having a good time if he actually means that good for him but I bet he doesn't. And But when he talks about helping people, with what? Yeah, the expense of the most important things in life, and that's my family and my friends and my real life. And I've taken that and I put it on a back, up the back burner. And for those that I, I put on the back burner trying to grow this, you know, I appreciate all the support you've given us. And, I, you know, I appreciate the support you give, you've given me and that you've let me go out and chase that. This dream isn't over. It's just beginning. It's just going to be done a little bit differently. And I want to thank each and every one of you who listen, whether this is your first time, you just started listening a few weeks ago, or you've been listening since the beginning or for a really long time. Why would somebody start listening on an episode called Goodbye for Now and Thank You? Is he fucking stupid? I think he's got a crown up the nose. That is that is so dumb. What a dumb thing to fucking say. No, I think someone started listening when they saw that um, the topic was the first ever WCW Monday Nitro watch along. Yeah, cause that, that's never been done. I really appreciate everything that you've done to listen and, and check it out. Whether you love me every time or you didn't. Whether you loved me every time or you didn't. What? That's such a dumb. Right, I was going to. I like to try and point out the stupid stuff he says to make him look bad, but I can't top that. I really appreciate you checking it out and giving me your time, giving us your time here on the show. And I really appreciate the people that I worked with along the way. Sonny, Blake, Jeff, Chris, Stan, Paul, Rob, Richie, Jeff Miller, Jeff Maxson. I don't want to miss anybody here. I just met the guys from the butthole. Great guys, too, over there. So. I mean, I could just go down the list. There's so many people that I really appreciate. And I could just say thank you to and, and to each and every one of you listening out there for making this a success and for making Wrestling With Reality a pretty nice podcast and with a great following and really just made it well above the expectations that I ever had for it. What do you think he said to the butthole guys to make them come over to his podcast uh, network? And the same with the guy... Uh, what are the, what's the guy Blake something? Yeah, Blake Sigler. Yeah, the MMA guy. What well, what did he spin them that made them come to uh, the Reality Check Network? 
that's the thing that I find fascinating that I'd love to know if they heard your burial episode or Rod Rob's. And I can't thank you all enough for that. It really means the world to me. And for those that out there who were the negative trolls and the ones that were saying awful things and doing awful things, I want to give you a, a wise piece of advice to each and every one of you is get a life, man, get out there and start living your life and stop focusing on being hate hateful and hate and just having hatred in your heart and just being an awful human being to others. <laughs> he, he, he's telling us to get out there and get a life. Isn't this the guy who earlier on was going, I've been staying up to four in the morning every night there, man, talking about wrestling and editing motivational podcasts there, man. I have too much of a life. Stop being a nerd and then be cool like I am there, man. Focus on being a bully and picking on people and trying to find weaknesses or humiliate somebody or do some shitty video. Hey, I've done it too with stuff. With Yes, you have done it too. And that's the whole, that's why we're at the point we're at is because you did it first. You commissioned a video to be made to go after Joe Feeney and Joe Feeney's sponsors and Joe Feeney's employers, Conrad Thompson, Conan, who else? All the, um, I think he tagged the podcast networks. Yeah. You he, started it, my friend. Yeah. You tried to, uh, which was then admitted by Rad Rob that you told, that you asked him to do it because you're fucked up and you're, I'm going to say it. He's jealous. He's fucking jealous of the fact that people have, uh, he knows that we're more successful than him, which is pathetic because we're not that fucking successful. Look at my hair. He made he took out of context movie quotes from Joe and you, spun it to make it look bad, but it was obviously so poorly done that it didn't work, John. Yeah, and then and- now you're attacking me and you're calling me and leaving me voicemails for making these videos there, man. What's funny about people like you is you want to sit over there for six days and go make phony ass videos with your friends and your buddies and do things. All I did, I made videos of your two former associates spilling the beans. That's all I did. I didn't change any narrative. I put what they said, and I put it into a short clip and put it out there, man. Uh, and it. by the way, you should see the stuff that Mike had decency to edit out of that podcast to come out. There was a whole extra, what, 40, 35 minutes of talk. Yeah. Really deep fucking personal shit that they yeah. knew and didn't bring up. Because to be fair... There is a line, and uh, go fuck yourself. I cut out 25 minutes of um, of really uh, deep stuff that you know was a little too far. So you're welcome, John. Crash TV style things, but these people are just another world of lowness when it comes to those things. So I, I guarantee they're listening, and I give you that advice because you're not worth it's any bit of time to give you personally anymore. It's coming up to 18 minutes where he's continuously spoke about us. You're not worth any of our time there, man. Never nearly won- 20 minutes of continuous talk without a break, you fucking freak. He doesn't drink water. <laughs> In the first place. And if you do those things to me or anybody else and you, do, and you act the way that you're acting and have been acting, you really need to look in the mirror and grow up because life is too short and – at your ages, you would think that you're better than the way that you act and what you focus on and obsess on and stalk over. And that's just my piece of advice to you. Good luck to you. Hopefully you can change your ways. And hope- Do you think that this was subliminally he was speaking to himself there? He may be projecting. 
Sounds like you're talking about yourself there, man, and not me. And go move on and do better things. But remains to be seen on that. Remains to be seen on that. Already. No, no uh, ill feelings towards you, but definitely you'll never be getting a Christmas card for me for those few people. And Ooh. you'll never have my support. Darn. Uh, gosh, darn it. Now we're not going to get the COVID-infected, beard dye stained Christmas card there, man. Which I'm sure he dots with a heart. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. uh, I wish you no ill will. That's because everything we said to you, you can actually learn from. I really hope he goes by what he says, but we'll we'll get that up in the summary. And I hope, hopefully, you guys grow up. And if you grow up, great. If you don't, the rest of your life is going to be a pretty miserable place if you act the way that you do right now. But it's a lesson for all of us. Times I've been guilty of it too. I'm sure those listeners out there, we've had moments where we haven't been at our best too. So it's a real important lesson for everybody. But. <laughs> This is going to be it for a bit, and I really appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate all the support and love you gave me, gave this show, gave our team, um, just, just everything for, from you guys. Nothing but love, and we will see each other again soon here on a show of some sorts. We will eventually reconnect. You will hear about us again in some way, shape, or form, whether it's on this show, Wrestling With Reality, or it's another one, or we're doing something completely different. This is not the end, once again. This is just the beginning. So when we come back, when is the key word, not if, when. When we come back, it'll be better than ever, and it'll be done the right way this time. And if anybody I did things along the way and I didn't do it the right way in your mind, my apologies to, to those individuals if I did it the wrong way or to you. Right. Did you hear what he said? If you think I've done something wrong in your mind, it's like, no, John, it's in the human mind. You got caught cheating. You almost fucked up everybody else's podcast simply by being linked to you. Yeah. That's the thing that he doesn't get. If if just say, for example, he got uh, sued by, I don't know, Blue Chew. Because it says, oh, you fucking stole money from us because uh, you lied about the, the, the rates that you have and we paid you all this extra money. Yeah. If they sue him, they would then also in turn sue Rad Rob, uh, Reardon, Martin, uh, his, his, his dad's show, which was number 13 in Brazil. Uh, they, would, like, they would all get linked in. And even at this, even after nearly 20 minutes, Wangling can't admit to being in the wrong. It's yeah. fucking, it's crazy. If you feel that way, or maybe I overlook certain things and I got too obsessed and focused on success too much, um, I've given all those apologies out to my friends and people that I care about, you know, and I've said that to them personally, but hey, I say it publicly too, and anybody, if you feel that way, who's done stuff with us, and hey, my apologies then. We all get sidetracked by stuff that's the most unimportant thing in life, and that's unimportant stuff, but until the next time, we will be back. We will see you soon. I thank you for everything, always. Wrestling with reality couldn't have been anything without all of you out there listening. And you've made my dreams come true in so many ways. And we're going to do this again together real soon in some way, shape, or form. So stay tuned. You never know when we're going to be back. You never do know. But until that time, be good to yourselves. Most importantly, though, as I always say, be good to one another. Be the best you can be. Let's make this world a better place together, not a place where we tear each other down all the time. 
cliche after cliche after cliche. It's like he's reading out of a, out of a book. These little yeah. Could, could could he take longer to end his podcast? <laughs> Do you know how long it takes me to end my podcast? I go. It's usually bye bye. Yeah. He's going. I see ya and farewell <laughs> and happy trails and take care there, man. Safe home. Call me when you get in. Sleep tight. Rest easy. Drive safe. I'll see you soon. Thanks for everything. Always nothing but love for all, all of you out there listening and all of you have been listening. Talk to you soon. Be good. Be safe. Keep your eye out. Before you know it, we may be back. He is the saddest fucking person in the world. He's the guy you don't invite to the house party because you can't get him to leave. <laughs> and then if you try to end the party, and then you have to end the party like hours early because it's the only way to get him out before two in the morning. Keep your eye out. Goodbye. Keep your eye out there, man. What can we say? that could make him look worse than he already does himself. He's tremendous. It's like he's a gift that keeps giving. He's unstoppable. The the guy, he can't not make himself look bad. From the Vampiro stuff to the the Severance stuff to the uh, the unnamed interviewee shit. Like, it's... I can't wait. I can't wait till that first episode drops. It's it's going to be like a continuation of this thing. Well, that was tremendous. Sadly. And sadly, it's real. It's all it monumental. Huge and monumental. Monumental dickheadery. <laughs> A-hole. Uh, all right. Any final thoughts? Yeah. Um, I really hope that Wangland actually sticks by his word. Uh, again, what he said about spending time with his son before going away to the army, he really should, because yeah. that's fucking tough going, and and uh, it could be months before he gets to see him and hang out with him again. The fact that he's then doing the stupid rise thing on social media, like I think that's dumb. But if he does come back and he just doesn't give a fuck about click farms and buying downloads, good for him. I don't want to fucking hear it. It'll be boring. He has no insight. Uh, people will make fun of him. But there you go. Uh, if, if he sticks by his word, good. Do I think it'll be good? No. Well, just be good to each other there, man. Keep an eye out there, man. Huge and monumental.